David Shapiro, veteran JSC analyst. Two big commodity counters released results this morning, Sassel and Anglo-American. Let's start with the former. Good performance, no dividend, fair retail story the last two years. What's your high-level analysis telling you on Sassel's results? You know, I, I think we're going to talk Amplats as well. They both fit into the same category. When you look at commodity companies, what's under their control is production and costs. What's out of their control are pricing and the currency. You know, those are the two. So you have to measure all of those together. And both companies had blowouts in terms of uh, pricing. So Sassel was supported by a massive increase in the Brent oil price and a big increase in chemical prices, which was in their favor. But credit to management having turned the ship around. I mean, aided and abetted by much better Brent oil price and by better chemical prices. Yes, input is also was you know is also a part of their uh, uh, ethylene goes in, and you come out with polyethylene and that. But those prices and the chemical prices helped them. So now, how you, you say what? How do we look forward? You know, are they on the right track? to keep that going? Possibly, yes. I think I think they will. Will we see the kind of returns that we saw this year again? No, you can't. You know, you can't expect that. So, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm so pleased that management is on the right track. They brought down debt. They still got massive debt. You know, don't, don't ignore it, but they're generating the kind of cash that can actually reduce it. So, I think you've got to make a call on where you think oil's going. I think it's going to hold up at these prices. The RAND will hold up. Now it's up to uh, operational efficiencies for them to produce uh, decent profits. And they've got it. You know, they're coming off a low base. So so uh, they had bad production in, in South Africa. They can improve that. They, they're still getting late Charles right, so they can improve that. So... I think now it's now it's management, you know, and we'll see how they Interestingly, do. Sassel's sort of pivoted from a pure oil counter to, if I look at the EBITDA number, half oil, half chemicals. Oil and chemicals prices have both been robust since March 2020, hence Sassel going up by multiples. Chemicals businesses are genuinely valued at higher multiples, which I read as more sustainable, therefore better going into the future. Am I misunderstanding this? No. Look, and, and I mean, both are used in industry. So there's a very tight uh, connection with, uh, with industry, you know, uh, the product that they produce. So if you think that there's going to be global growth and demand's going to be there, then you're on the right track. You know, they can maintain those margins and they can do well. You know, oil is, is, is much more difficult to read and the production of oil, the refinement of oil. So you're dead right. It's a much more sustainable business. That's why they shifted. You know that's why they shifted away from gas to liquids to uh, much more on much more of the uh, chemical production. So I, you know, I'm not a pair. I'm not a, a pair. I mean, a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm generally bullish, and I I know we're going through quite a rough time now with the news. It's not easy to digest from inflation to the Russia Ukraine problem and that. But overall, investment business investment looks robust. And I think we're going to, you know, we're in for a good period of business investment. I don't want to say investment because that, that suggests, you know, investors, you and me buying some shares and that. But I'm talking business investment, the fixed stuff that goes, you know, build factories and, and build businesses. I think that's pretty robust at the moment. So I'm quite positive on the outlook for, for commodities 
in that area, you know, in the in the investment side of uh, business investment side of things. David, you mentioned the cash flows, the pure profits, the cash generative nature of Sassel at these spot commodity prices. Do you not think it makes sense for maybe the next few periods to withhold a portion of that money, whether it be distributions via dividends or share buybacks, and spend that money for research and development on the new drivers of energy in the green economy? You, you know, you're so, <laughs> you're so right. Listen, for me, that is, uh, it's a, it's the biggest option that's available. I, I, I I'm doing something, for, you know, uh, for a talk at the moment. And I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at the the tech companies who put back about twenty percent of their of their profits, uh, you know, to sustain the growth of their businesses. And we don't do enough of it in South Africa. And I don't think I, I'm not sure that these uh, businesses do uh, enough of that. So you you're a hundred percent right. They should have a full division that just looks at you know creates that kind of environment. Um, so yeah, I'm on your side of that, and to to look, for, you know, to look for areas like that. Look, they've got issues; they've got to address. Sassel in South Africa has to address the clean, air, you know, clean energy side of it. They've got to clean up their act and spend a lot of money doing that. But at the same time, you're right; they can look for other ways of generating, um, you know, of, of generating future revenue. Yeah, definitely. On that topic, David, Sassel Net Zero 2050 goals. Is this hype uh, investor relations tick box exercises, or is this actually can this actually be a reality? I I hope it's a reality, but I think getting there is going to be a lot more difficult. You know, I know that's a big argument, the big debate is whether we can actually give up fossil fuels. You know, whether we can uh, go into sustained in, into renewables. Uh, but it's a it's 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 so difficult for us to give that up at the at at this stage. So I think it's going to be a big ask. But you need tough government and tough uh, management to get there. Have we got it? I don't know. It's very easy to concede when things look tough. You concede, and I, I still think it's going to be a, a a rough path to to get there. But at least it's there, and they will report to it, and you can address them, and you can attack them every year or every six months on that. And there's nothing worse for a CEO to sit in a boardroom and be attacked by some snotty little youngster, you know, rightfully requesting, you know, asking these questions. So, yeah, they don't want to be in that position. You know, they don't want to have the arrogance <laughs> of, of of being snooty because I think the youngsters have got uh, time on their sides and, and they've got the the argument on their sides. Last time we used Pivot during this conversation, David, we're going to shift from Sassel to Anglo-American Platinum. Unbelievable numbers. 300 Rand full-year dividend. That's if you include the interim dividend, the full-year dividend, and the special dividend. Crazy numbers. They were trading below this mark a few years ago. Your high-level analysis of the numbers. That's, that's commodities. You know, if you're going to follow platinum, the, the time to buy it is when they bombed out. And then when it's there, we, we only see downside. We don't see upside. You know, we haven't got the courage to actually uh, believe in the future. So we miss those opportunities. You know, I think, I think now we're at the level where platinum is, is, is pretty high and we've got to make the same calls. But again, we go back to management. Can they continue to increase production? Can they find new revenue lines? You know, can they keep costs under control? 
um, hopefully yes, you know, and sustain these kind of uh, you know these kind of profits. But they had a cracker year. I mean, if if what was the rand basket up uh, 50, 60 percent or something like that? The dollar basket was was even higher. So you know, can rhodium and 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 uh, palladium and all these prices maintain these kind of you know continue to go? I don't know. I I, I I'm I'm not so sure. You know, I'm quite happy at these levels, but um, then it's up to the miners and. I don't, I don't, you know, when you call me a veteran, that's how we used to operate back in the 70s and 80s, where mines never had the benefit of higher prices. They had to be efficient and they had to have operational efficiencies. And people bought them for a return of cash, you know, for the dividends. But I think it was a really good result. And once more, you've got to give credit to management for, for producing what they did produce. Sure, David. Uh, David, more on a behavioral finance perspective. I think this stands for both Sassel and Anglo Platts. Sassel a 17 bagger in two years, Anglo Platinum a 10 bagger in five years. It's easy to sell on 100% or 200% gains, but that would have turned out to be a bad mistake, yet there hasn't been a, a bad profitable trade in history. On the contrary, positions like these can take up a disproportionate amount of your portfolio if they continue to run. Long story short, how does one know when to sell? Yeah, that's that that's so difficult. Uh, I look the charter. You know, I, I look at the trend, and in both cases, the trend is still pointing upwards. And I think you've got to watch that carefully. You know, you've got to watch when the smart money leaves. <laughs> you know, that's you know, and they say the trend is your friend, but I mean, when it starts to slope the other way, all that's telling you is, listen, the smart money is getting out, and I like to follow the smart money. And at the moment, the smart money is still getting in. So I think you can just continue the journey a little longer. You know, I don't think it's time to get out yet, um, especially if you've had it for so long. But you'll soon be able, you'll soon tell when, when it's... Uh... Look, you know, the price a year ago was actually, in the amplates, was higher than we are at the moment. So that gives you some kind of idea of, of, of how volatile this can be. But for the meantime, just, you know, you don't have to get out at this stage. David, you know I don't like to put you on the spot, but just to finish off, Sassel or Anglo Platts on a five-year basis, which one would you rather hold? I think I like Anglo Platts. Yeah, I'm, I, I prefer Anglo Platts. I don't Sassel. There are too many moving parts. You know, there's too, there are far too many moving parts. Whereas Platinum, we can just read Platinum, Palladium, Rhodium, whatever it is, and and also I, again, I think we're getting into a uh, a period of of good fixed investment. You know of of business investment, and that's that's one of my driving themes. You know, it translates into a lot of things. You know, electric cars. It's all around that. But I think demand for for these clean metals is going to continue.